everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 569. We are that podcast talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, a geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mess. And I'm Ari Rockefeller. And Mako-chan is not joining us tonight. Uh, last minute Thanksgiving prep, and unfortunately Wild Spice will not be joining us either to talk to us about DreamHack. She's actually taking some time off to catch up with some stuff in her... Uh, personal in her in her life, you know, and this is something that we've discussed here on this show plenty of times. Where you know, sometimes one of us has to like check out for mental health reasons. You know, you just kind of want to put everything on aside, take care of yourself, and refocus and re-energize. So she's on that path, and she will be joining us again somewhere down the line in the near future. Please don't ask. That's all I gotta say. Let her come back when when she's good and ready. And that's, I'm all about that. So, other than that, you have me and Ari for the next uh, 90 minutes, so enjoy. God help us all. Well, that too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, I was this close to saying, you know what, no show. I'm going to just spend tonight eating my wings and just playing video games because I'm on day two of my vacation. <laughs> Either one would have been fine with me, honestly. Eh, well, I mean... It'll be a quick, it'll be a pretty decent show, and I'll still have time to catch up on some gaming and stuff, so, you know. Now that I'm back into PSO2, so. Anywho, enough about that. So, anywho, Ari, how are you doing tonight? Uh, not too bad. Um, things have gone a little better, but not everything, but I'll get to that. I totally get that. Um. Same here. I'm just enjoying, you know, my time off, you know, from work, which is kind of funny, which I'll get into during my weekend day. So now that we got that out the way. We want to let y'all know that we are live tonight, week of November 22nd, 2022, right here on Twitch TV. We're here live every Tuesday from 9 to 1030 p.m. Eastern. You will always find us at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. And we're part of the Voice of Geeks Network. Uh, more information about them at vognetwork.com. And they're also on Twitch as well. You can find them at twitch.tv slash vognetwork. Kicking things off on Sundays with the Bobby Blackwood Show at 8, followed by Orange Lounge Radio at 9. And then we bring up on the end Tuesdays at 9 p.m. as we are proud to be part of the Voice of Geeks Network. And don't forget, Vogue has also a Discord. You can join us at vognetwork.com slash Discord. And every show that's part of the Voice Geeks Network has their own channel. So come through and hang out and have a good time. So now we got that out the way. Let's check in with Ari about his week and day. Ari, how was your week? How was your day? And welcome back. Yeah, it's good to be back. Uh, well, with Thanksgiving this week on a Thursday, I, for some reason, got we all got our paychecks on Saturday afternoon. Ching. Which, you know, usually only get paid early if the holiday is on a Monday or a Tuesday, but eh, I'm not complaining. Mm -hmm. But with all the overtime I did in the holiday pay, I, <clears throat> I, could, I could have easily paid my rent three times over. Now, uh, you know, work's been going a little better now that, you know, money's coming in a lot more, more freely. That's good. And there's going to be tons of... Uh, overtime especially thursday and friday 
because everybody's going to want to be out. Yeah, and with all the extra OT money, you should throw half of that into your savings account, you know, make that nest egg a little bit bigger. Oh, I'm doing that already. I've all, got all different uh, systems like, you know, squirreling money away here and there, so mm-hmm. I don't not tempted to spend it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. even then, I'll still kind of entreat myself mode that I got a bunch of things off my Amazon, like from my Amazon cart, you know, a couple of things I did actually need around the house, well, apartment, if you will. Mm-hmm. But uh, yesterday I, I managed to uh, get off for a, <clears throat> a doctor's appointment, which I which got rescheduled from uh, three months ago because specialists and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And I got put on you know different meds. You know, said eh, potassium's a little. Might want to work on that. So I got some Gatorade here powdered stuff but better than nothing right and other than that it's just waiting for this holiday season to be over as quickly as possible because i don't like thanksgiving and i don't like turkey and well it's just not a good time of the year for me sorry folks i know some people go you know crazy over you know thanksgiving and whatnot but I ain't like that anymore. Haven't been in a long time. Mm, I hear you. Also, I did sign up for uh, Hive Social. <sighs> I'll, I'll get into my quote-unquote frustration about that later. Uh, but yeah, it's been fun. It's been okay so far. You know, haven't had any problems with it. But just more work related st- it's just work related stuff and all that so kind of blah otherwise <laughs> see that's how my weekend day's been going mm-hmm. so my weekend day has been pretty good um you know i i actually have this week off from work it was kind of inspired by my boss who asked me if i was taking any time off soon which was a couple of weeks ago and I said I wasn't sure. I was still waiting about taking time, taking like Friday off for uh, Anime NYC, which that didn't happen. So I decided, you know, I'll take um, month, Thanksgiving week off. But I wasn't really planning on that because right after Thanksgiving, it's like I think we have like three weeks of work, and then we're then the office is closed for two weeks, so there's two weeks of vacation right there. Plus, I'm picking up OT during those two weeks because they're going to need um, analysts to cover the phones for, you know, from like nine to three shifts and stuff like that, which makes it great for me if I want to travel. So, you know, do a shift in the morning, then catch a five o'clock flight or bus or train and just go where I need to go, which is cool. So... That, that's been my weekend day, and I just want to give a bit of an update. I know I owe people some cosplay photos. I'm still working on them. Please understand that Mondays is my gaming nights with Kuro Hikari-chan. Tuesdays is the podcast. Wednesday is when I do the cleanup from the podcast, and I will do work Wednesdays and Thursdays and Fridays. But there are some days where I'm just like, I just, just want to put everything aside and just relax and you know just kind of do some work but i promise you all you know i said i have it ready by last week i will have the photos up they will be up in a couple of weeks just give me time to go through and edit them i know i have a couple of people that are asking me for stuff i will edit i'll do a couple of quick edits of photos send them over 
and then once I re-edit, I'll send you the update. So just give me a little bit of time to get it all together. Now, if I didn't have a full-time job, I would have them all knocked out already. But, you know, it's just that I, it used to be where I could just sit here and just knock them all out. Now it's like I can do maybe a couple hundred at a time because I get into my mindset, my zone. And then it's like I just need to kind of shove off, do something else, and relax. But I promise you all... You will have the photos will be up soon. Mm. And now that I got Otacon back on my sites, that's gonna be extra fun. <laughs> oh man. But other than that, weekend day has been pretty good. I actually went out with a friend, we went to a local coffee shop. We just kind of sat down and talked and caught up with stuff. So, you know. Let's see. And and this was something here. I, I kind of want to address this real quick. And I will go into this uh, a little bit. I'm not going to go into this later. But I just want to put this out there. Um, a link was just sent to me about how Sailor Mo- Princess Serenity was almost a Disney princess. No. No. And I, and I read the article. It's a blanket statement. There's no proof of this. Yes, Disney acquired Deke Enterprises, but the rights to Sailor Moon were were already gone from them, so it wouldn't have happened anyway. And there was no Sailor Moon movie with Gina Davis. It was talked about. There was no project. It was just something that that SOS kind of threw out there, kind of suggested. That's something that that they kind of wanted, you know, but it's just, yeah, you know, that's all I got. Yeah, I remember say. that website. It's still like, in the back that like, like late 90s. Yeah, I mean, it's still up. I remember playing Doom 2 with the, with the Save Our Sailors Doom wad. That was kind of fun, so, you know. <laughs> okay. Sounds insane. Yeah. You know, especially, you know, it wasn't so bad, especially with, with all the MIDI music. So now that we got that out the way, I want to give you a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, don't forget episodes of Anime Jam Session are available, video episodes, that is, on our YouTube page at youtube.com slash Anime Jam Session. Click on podcast, uh, click on playlists, go to podcast VODs, and you'll see them right there. And don't forget. They'll be up usually by 12 p.m. Thursday. If they're not up by then, they'll be up the following day. And the countdown begins to our holiday Christmas show, which is be December 13th, 2022. I will do my absolute best to get everybody on the show for 90 minutes of just pure holiday chaos. <laughs> this this will be kind of fun. So, and after that, we will be on vacation for like the next three weeks. And I believe uh, we will be reconvening January 3rd or January 10th. Yeah, three weeks. We'll be back on January 10th, 2023. So that'll be fun. All right. Now now that we got that out the way, we're going to get into uh, Geek Roundtable. This is the part of the show where we talk more about the geekier aspects of our week and some of the cooler stuff we've done. So what you got this week, Ari? Uh, well, as I was talking about, you know, still in treat myself mode, and one of the things I wanted to get for a long time is, uh, this, the game called Sushi Go. Mm-hmm. 
it's a uh, you know drafting and card passing game where you, where uh, you score points based on like everything is a uh, you know based on food you would get at, like a Japanese sushi conveyor restaurant. Mm-hmm. And there's actually one in Fort Lee. Oh, the uh, sushi conveyor joint. Yeah. Yeah. Also, this was something that was played on tabletop a long time ago. It was well, only they had the base game at the time, but mm-hmm. uh, this is the deluxe version, which has a. Uh, you know, expanded rules, different mechanics, and uh, lots of good stuff like that. Mm. And the whole game's kept in the tin, so... That's nice. Next time we go to a con, I'm definitely bringing it with me. And you know, it's interesting. Like, I was in Target recently, and I saw there is a Cards Against Humanity red, green, and blue boxes, which were like the original packs... Uh-huh. broken up and that is an updated 2022 edition and i've actually thought about buying them to kind of update but um, to complement your biggest blackest box well that too i mean i have like, a, <laughs> like a, i have a mini suitcase here of my cards i'm just like uh no nah, i'm good cards against humanity cards to a con party with like a dozen people playing and like like drinking away the place. Right. You know, uh, it, I remember, you know, all the rage was whoever had the best Cards Against Humanity deck. And it was like, there were custom packs out there available. Now I'm like, I just want to grab like two or three of the packs and just show up. Let's just play a quick game and roll. Because let's be real. Right now, between you and your seven friends, you're not going to get through all 1,600 cards. That's not incorrect. Not no two three hours. Uh-huh. Or what? Occasionally, you see, uh, I guess, you know, little like cards being played, like people posting all the uh, funny stuff. Like, we're sorry, your request for pulling out has been de- has been denied, but like, thanks to thick thighs. You know, well, stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> as the saying goes, thick thighs save lives. Now, let's. I wonder what they're going to do for, uh, uh, what do you call it? This, uh, like this, this week, this uh, holiday season. Mm. I, I actually don't know. It's like, I haven't really followed in a while, so I couldn't tell you. But, um,. Before we get into uh, tonight's news, um, if you notice, I have removed the story about DreamHack Atlanta. Like I said, uh, Wild Spice is not on tonight, so she won't be. Able, so we don't know what's going on with that. But as Ari mentioned earlier, he joined Hive Social. Just remember, there are two. There's Hive and Hive Social. Hive is the evil one. Hive Social is where you want to be, and it's. Hive social app or dot app something like that. That's where all the cool kids are. And now that people are leaving Twitter and moving over to Hive and Mastodon, let me say this: as a community, as a whole, we are all in this shit together, one way or another. Meaning, when you when you post that you're on a new site and you want people to follow you. And they follow you. Be nice and follow them back. Uh-huh. This is not a num. There's no need for this to be a numbers game, because people will like. I see this on Instagram. People 
pop attitudes, you know? Like, you're going to follow 15 people back and then remove five to make your numbers look good. Please don't do that. If you are somebody that's going to do that, then don't, then, then don't, you know, then don't do it at all. Let it be an organic um, following, you know? And I, and it's, and after I made, after I said that, it's not even been like five hours and I'm already seeing it. I'm just like, okay. But as for Twitter, I'm still going to stick around on Twitter. For those of you who know my Twitter, I will be there. I, I will stay on Twitter until every, everybody that I know leaves. When they leave, I leave. But as of right now, if you follow me on my Instagram, I will be cross-posting my Instagram photos to Mastodon and Hive as well as Facebook. Uh, it's just going to take me a little bit of time. I mean, I can actually post from the web, from the app and then I can just go onto the website from Instagram and copy everything over or from the Facebook and copy everything over to Mastodon. But there's no web app for Hive. Which means I'm probably going to have to install an, like Android emulation on my machine through through some through the sub through the Linux subsystem for Windows. So that's going to be fun. And as Ronma four twenty one says, still have Twitter, but I definitely started Mastodon Hive tomorrow. And Hive is kind of slow. I don't think their servers were expecting so many people to show up. And also, if you are on Mastodon. Don't use the official app. There's um, an alternate app that works that's much better. It's called Tusky. Use that. The only reason why I say that is because, remember, there are multiple Mastodon servers you can join and then log in. The, Mas the official Mastodon app does not have all of the servers listed. So Tusky.app, right? So I, That's probably what it is. I just found it through, through the, app, through the uh, Google Play Store. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, because I searched Tusky and the Tusky that app was the first thing that came. That's up. probably what it is. If the icon looks like a couple of tusks, yeah, then yeah, yeah. Ron before Tony says no one expected this kind of migration. Truthfully, and it's true. Yeah. No, that's not it. It isn't. I don't think. Let me. Yep, that is it. That is it. Yep, Tusky yeah, from Mastodon. Like yep, woolly mammoth tusks. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at the main page. Yeah, the, yeah. This is it. Yeah, this is it. And I think I have two DJ Ron Mess accounts on Mastodon on two separate servers. It does explain why I had trouble logging in like a couple, like few days ago. But enough about that. We're going to get into tonight's news. Ari, mind kicking things off? Uh, sure. Let me, uh, let me get back to it here. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Let's see. Anime New York, Anime NYC 2022. All the big news from the event. Let's see. We have a coming attraction such as a Crunchyroll of Steam to stream Yuri is My Job, The Ice Guy and His Cool Female Colleague, Dead Mouth Death Play, Ayaka, original anime, Saving 80,000 Gold in Another World for My Retirement, Mm. Hell's Paradise and the Ancient Magus' Bride Season 2. I think I started Season 1 of that. I don't remember. 
also there's a new trailer for Trigun Stampede for, from the Orange panel. Oh, I know people are, get, are probably hyped and excited about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the biggest stories of the weekend came through when Anaplex of America revealed future theatrical plans for the two-part anime film adaptation of Sword on like Sword Art Online Progressive novels during the Sword Art Online panel. The second film, Sword Art Online, the movie Progressive Shares of the Deep Night, which I guess is like Shares of the Note, mm. is coming to North America in February 2023. So dive and uh, let's see what else we got. Shin Ultraman to US theaters on January 11th and 12th. Nice. Blue Thermal anime film heads to North America from Eleven Arts. And Kaguya-sama, Love is War, The First Kiss That Never Ends is also headed to U.S. theaters in February. Yeah, that that series is on my list. I will eventually get around to watching it. It's, uh, from light novels and, and manga to some anime, we've been in desperate news of, of, on home video. There were plenty of license announcements to go around at Anime U- NYC. Uh, let's see, a place further than the universe and more get North American releases from Anime Limited, Spy Classroom, and Kuba Will Let Me Be Invisible, uh, G-Kids Licenses Product, IG Anime Film, Giovanni's Island, uh, J-Novel Club announces new licenses and partnership at Anime New York City, and Yen Press goes all out with sl- with a slate of new licenses. So it's like links upon links to uh, other releases and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not going to break down everything, but we just want to let you know some of the cool stuff that has been coming out. So, Yeah, it's, the uh, upcoming winter is going to be pretty busy in, for anime. All right. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here? Okay. Now, we're going to talk about Symphogear. This is a really cool anime. It's like a Magical Girls mecha anime where they're singing as they're kicking um, kicking ass. So, the last uh, there's five seasons. I've got to start on season three real soon. But it seems that a couple of days ago there was a huge celebration for Simfo Gear because the series celebrate its tenth anniversary. So you they had the Simfo Gear Live 2020 to 2022 event, and it seems that at the end of the event that a new project is currently in the works with a 20xx date, and that's what they're saying because we don't know if it's going to come out this year, next year, or whatever. You know, nothing is really known about the new project except that it's the first one since uh, 2019 and the Simfo Gear X5 TV series or Simfo Gear 15, however you want to call that. The late Tasafumi Ito directed the first season while Katsumi Ono held the other four seasons both at Anime Studios Satellite. Discotech Media is releasing the series in the U.S. It's and this is one of those series where I'm kind of glad it's not dubbed because it's basically like 75% of the series is them singing as they're flying around and their mech suits um, fighting fighting bad guys. So Yeah, you, you'll never be able to translate all those songs in a... Uh, and it's, like, it's in the English and, you know, keep all the original meaning. It's like it's licensing, you know? Like, well, that too. Yeah, that... Yeah, but I will say, <coughs> there are a lot of talented voice actors and actresses out there that can sing. But I see it, Abiri says, so Magic Knight, Ray Earth, uh, Crow X Love Live? Um, 
Mm. People would pay good money for that crossover. No, it's more like Love Live meets Iser One or Love Live meets Iser One Exilion. It's like that. They're flying around in little mech suits, okay? Little battle suits. It's like that. The songs they sing are just like J-pop stuff, right? Yeah, but they're basically singing about the battle, how they're going to take them out and so oh. forth, you know? Because part of me wants to think that, I don't know, if you just, you you, but you start singing certain songs and a, you know, it affects the enemy in some way, like, I don't know, if you, like, start belting out Master Exploder, it just, it's like an, like a, like a supernova going out in the middle of the battlefield. Mm. <laughs> I mean, the... One way I could describe ba the battle scenes is like if you've seen Stranger Things, the, the most recent season where Eddie is is doing um Master of Puppets and it's like that it's like that level of amp you know. Someone starts singing "Never Gonna Give You Up" and everyone on the battlefield turns like goes into a bloodthirsty rage, indiscriminately shooting and destroying anything around. No, no, there would be no bloodthirsty rage. They would just stop, and even the enemies would stop and just stare. Like, right? Really? Everyone just you know raise their guns and and fires all at the same time. It, it would be like, really, <laughs> really. All right, uh, uh, moving right along. Uh, what's going on with Lupin the Third? Uh, they announced the voice actors for it. All right, cool. Uh, the I official Twitter. Hmm? No, go, go on, go on. The official Twitter for Lupin Zero, the forthcoming new web anime directed by the boyhood, <clears throat> depicting the boyhood of the characters of the popular anime franchise Lupin the Third, announced its two leading voice act actors today, Tosuku Hadanaka, who was Denny Kaminari in My Hero Academia, as 13-year-old Lupin, and Shunsuke Takeuchi, who was... Alexander Yamato and King of Prism as his partner Daisuke Jigen. Mm. And it was confirmed that the anime will start streaming on December 16th. And we don't know what on what platforms yet. It, I have a feeling it'll either it's going to either go to Crunchyroll or High Dive. But probably. it seems like High Dive has been it's probably going to go to High Dive because I th okay. I think one of the seasons is on Crunchyroll, but the rest of them are on High Dive, so. Oh, and I like the uh, the look of 13-year-old Jigen. He's even got the hat that uh, covers his eyes like his uh, normal fedora. Mm-hmm. Let's see. The web anime is set in the 1960s, the same year as Monkey Punch's original Lupin Third starred serialization in Futabasha's weekly action magazine. Mm-hmm. It tells a nostalgic yet new story about the original story about young Lupin who is still a nobody and travels around Japan during its period of rapid economic growth. A junior high school student, Lupin's trained by his grandfather in the art of stealing, but he cannot decide whether to become a law-abiding citizen or a thief in the future. While spending his days in boredom, he meets classmate Jigen, who draws a gun against delinquent students. He's been traveling around the world with his mercenary father and is already familiar with guns. Lupin and Jigen happen to run into trouble over a certain woman, and they end up working together. And there at the bottom you see the classic... You see the poster with the 13-year-old shit-eating grin. <laughs> so, 
So yeah, it looks like it'll be fun. I will definitely have to check it out. Oh, and I was talking to my friend, uh, Alcrea. Uh, she actually had fan art done of Mario. I think it was Mario, Luigi, Peach, and Daisy as Lupin in the gang, and I believe Bowser as Inspector Zenigata. Hmm. I, I I figured Peach would be uh, Fujiko. Yes, and of course, you know, Day and Daisy would be uh, would be um, what's the name of one? Goemon. Oh, you Goemon. Yep. Mario the Third. <laughs> I, I think it would work. I really think it would work. It's possible. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, moving right along, over to some. Sad news. Um, this was something that, that yeah, this was something that nobody was expecting. Um, and, and I actually woke up Sunday morning going on f- Facebook. And I'm just like, wait, I think it was either Facebook or Twitter. I'm just like, the fuck is you talking about? The man's dead. Like, what? You know? Yeah, I I had the same reaction. Yeah, and if you're probably wondering what we're talking about, um, basically Power Rangers actor Jason David Frank uh, dead at 49. It was reported that he may have committed suicide. For those of you who don't know, uh, Jason David Frank is best known as the Green Ranger from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Uh, Actually, better known as Tommy Oliver as the Green Ranger... The White Ranger, um, the Abba Red Ranger, and a couple of others. He was, yeah, you know, uh, Mighty Morphin Green, Mighty yep. Morphin White, Red Zeo, Red Turbo, and then uh, Dino Thunder Black. Yeah, Abba, oh, it was Abba Black. Okay, gotcha, yeah. I totally forgot he had a cameo appearance in the Power, in the 2017 Power Rangers film. Yeah, him and him and Amy Jo Johnson were just random citizens. You know, taking pictures of the uh, Zorda fight. Oh, okay. They're only on screen for like a second or two. But but cool. But that's kind of cool though. Mm-hmm. But from 2009 to 2010, he was also a mixed martial artist, and he was actually uh, he has a perfect record. <laughs> but um, the fact that they said it was a possible suicide, uh, I I, I just want to say this. Most of us here on the show probably have thought about suicide or knew somebody and so on and so forth. And I just want to say that suicide isn't the answer, but I get it and I understand. If you ever feel like, you know, things aren't going right, pick up the phone and just talk to somebody. Let them know how you're feeling, and friends will sit there and listen to you. If nobody is available, you can contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. And I believe the short prefix for calling right away, I think, is 989, or no, 988, I believe. Let me look this up real quick, 988. Uh, yes, the 
the Suicide Crisis Lifeline, 988. You can call or text it and somebody will respond. Um, if you know somebody that's, that's just having a rough time or you feel that somebody that you know may be contemplate, please reach out. Let them know that you are there to help. And the best thing to do to help is just listen. Because as I've told every single one of my friends, I don't care how you're feeling or what's going on or what time is it. Just reach out. I'd rather spend 10, 15 minutes hearing you talk what's going on as opposed to me spending that same amount of time, you know, talking about how good of a person you were paying my respects. You know, I'd rather not do that. And now that we've kind of gotten a little dark, let's try to get a little bit less dark about some guy who was arrested for threatening Comic Cat. I'm going to assume he was threatening like staffers or something like that. For all we know, he could have been threatening someone who'd had a different opinion about him, about the uh, Star Wars movies than he did. Not surprised. Anyhow... The Tokyo Metropolitan Police arrested a 21-year-old unemployed man, really, unemployed, that's a surprise, mm -hmm. named Haruto Yamagita from Aoba, who had sent an email threat saying that a sewage facility in Taito would explode if Comic Market 100 event in Tokyo was not canceled. He also had instructed the work of police officers through his threats, and the suspect has remained silent. According to police, the Tokyo government had previously received numerous threatening emails from a man with the same name as Yomogita, demanding that the state funeral of the late J Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe be canceled. Abe passed away after being shot while giving a speech in the city of Nara on July 8th. Comic at 100 took place on, on August 13th through 14th, but it started at 10.30 a.m. instead of the usual 10 a.m. It drew about 170,000 people across both days, with the organizers limiting the number of attendees due to COVID. Mm -hmm. Only about 85,000 attendees were allowed per day, with only about 10,000 circles, collaborative creative groups, allowed to participate per day. Wait, so was he going to fill a place with sewage or something? I really don't knows? want to know. I legitimately don't want to know. I'll be right back. All right. Because I know you're going to want this. Uh, oh, yeah, definitely. I've already seen merch on here that I want. And I already sent a link to it to my con to my friend in Japan. And I'm like, can you help a brother out? And if you're wondering what I'm talking about, I'm talking about this latest collab with Ron One Half and Felissimo. And let me open up. Let me open this up real quick. If you're wondering, no, we don't usually have the articles open up ahead of time. We just open them up, you know, when we get a chance. Because some of us have like multiple tabs open, and I'm one of those. And it just sucks that this one site. I have to go into, I have to open up a private browser just to view all of the images and so forth because of all of the uh, extensions I have in Opera. So, I know, I know I have multiple tabs open. I just, you know, pop open all the ones for uh, mm -hmm. whatever section we're on. Yeah, and what I'm going to have to start doing when we 
pull the stuff from, from Sora News. I'm going to have to open it into a private browser. That way I can see the images. Because there is a plugin that's actually, and I have here, that's, got, that's blocking the images. I'm just like, are you kidding me right now? But, um, but what's happening is uh, Felicimo is doing a clothing line crossover. And what's cool is one of the things that they're putting out is Ranma's traditional Naruto pajamas. And no, I'm not talking about pajamas with Naruto Uzumaki on it. Naruto. Fish cakes. There you go. Naruto is also known as a fish cake. And you know that fish cake style uh, pajamas that he wears all the time. Although Naruto Ranma crossovers exist somewhere, I'm I, I'm sure of that's it. what fanfiction.net is. No, it's all about archive of our own anymore. I either or you know, and what and now they're showing off this nice you know the, the pajamas and the back pocket has an image of Ranma, girl type Ranma in the fish cake pajamas, stretching like she just woke up, which is kind of cool. Another thing that they have are these uh, two-way tassel ear accessories. Where basically you put the pin in it and there's a tassel that you attach to the earring, which is kind of cool. You, and it has uh, girl-type Ranma, Akane, shampoo, and Pichon on it. And they also have uh, nail stickers you could put on your nails, you know, that represents the characters. You know, that's cool. And they have a walking to school pouch it's basically like you know like a pencil pouch but it shows one of the scene and it shows basically a scene where akane is walking down the street in her school uniform with with her bag and the top part of the zipper is is ranma it's basically the scene where they're walking to school and ranma's on the um is walking on the gate on top of the fence that's really cool you know this look mm-hmm And um, also what they have are what's called a clumsy romance sweatshirt. It's basically a scene from the manga that's in color on the back of the sweatshirt. And you can also get a limited edition uh, character socks with Ranma, Akane, or shampoo on it. There is a shoulder bag, which is kind of cool. A Pichon piggy pouch with a zipper running down its back, which is perfect, you know, to store all your excess coinage and pillowcases. And everything is available on the website at felissimo.co.jp slash Ronma. We're going to leave it at that. Again, that's felissimo.co.jp slash Ronma. It kind of reminds me of the, of the other site, I forget what it was, where I bought like the Ron one had like organizer uh, parts. And what was cool was they actually had an international site that allowed me to order, which is, you know, that's even better, you know? Nice. I mean, I legitimately want the pouch. I, I think that's the main thing that I want more than anything else. Well, maybe the sweatshirt, if it comes in my size. I gotta talk to my friend and see if she is able to like acquire any of this. So, 
Oh, wrong window. Let's see what... I think that's basically it. I think we've actually gone through the news. So now we're going to get into the part of the show y'all really enjoy. It's uh, Meanwhile in Japan. Uh, I'll take the first one. Go for it. Um, I'll take the second one. You want to round it off with the last one? Yeah, okay. Go for it. Uh... Mandarake used bookstore branches banned from selling adult entertainment items for 180 days. Mm. Uh, Mandarake is best known for its used manga and anime art books, but really the chain is a massive selection of second-hand pop culture merchandise and entertainment media, including CDs, board games, toys, magazines. They sell just about anything, and that, and that all-encompassing inventory policy has, policy has landed Mandarake Mandarake in trouble with the law. Mandarake also deals in back issues of Binibon, pornographic magazines wrapped in obscuring vinyl covers. In 2021 and 22, Mandarake was found to have sold six books containing obscene material, the sale of which is prohibited by law, and in May, the Tokyo Metro Police filed indictments against the president of Mandarake as well as four other employees. The exact nature of the material isn't being disclosed in public reports, but at the time of the ind- indictments, Mandarake put out a statement of apology, adding that at the time of their original publication, the Benny Bond were not illegal. The six books were, to- were sold for approximately 74,000 yen altogether. That's about 500 some odd dollars at two Tokyo Mandarake branches, one in Shibuya and the other one in Nakano. At the debil- Deliberating on the matter, the Tokyo Metro Police Public Safety Commission has handed down bans to both stores that prohibit them from selling adult entertainment items for 180 days, starting on November 18th and until May 16th the next year. Hmm. Now, would you really want to pick up one of like a adult comic book secondhand anyway? I feel the same way about buying um, used figurines. Oh, as do I. I will admit, I have, I think I have two used figurines from Japan. I have no desire to run them over a UV blacklight. <laughs> because even though these, I got these as a gift, I, I bought these from a friend who was in Japan. I will lay into her about it, even though it's not her fault. Mm-hmm. Now, to talk about, we were talking about uh, browser tabs previously. And in our chat room here at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session, Bonds006 says, I know I have more than 50 tabs open between five browsers. No, make that 150 tabs or so between phone, laptop, and phone. Work PC has 20 tabs open at the moment. Okay. On my work computer. By default, when I open up the work browser, I think I have four tabs open by default. Then I open up a secondary browser that I'm logged into. Four tabs across that. I have another browser here with uh, 15 tabs open with um, screenshots. And then my main browser, I think I have about 30 tabs open. And one of them is like, out of these 30... I think 10 of them are from otaku mode for the for the because I decided to go through all of those otaku mode emails so I could find out 
which figurines I want to buy. So now I got to move all of those tabs into a, a bookmark folder just so I can save so I can save storage. I mean, RAM. God. I mean, it sounds maddening. It kind of, especially when you don't like having all those tabs open. I gotten so used to it that when I start closing tabs that I didn't need, I'm just like I got used to certain tabs in certain spaces on the browser. I'm just like, where is oh, oh, it's over there. I have to eventually learn how to go through them and, and and just write them down and just be like, or bookmark them and just be good, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but um, let's talk about beer for a second here. We're talking about Sundere beer, and it's and it's um Oscar Langley approved. Oh boy! As the title goes, Sundere beer is now on sale in Japan, but it's not like she brewed it for you or anything, Baka. A beer with two sides to its flavor for an anime archetype with two sides to her personality. For those of you who don't know, Sundere is a character with a hot and cold personality. Ordinarily irritable and standoffish, but with an undeniable sweetness once her icy outward melts away. Sundere are also prideful young ladies, but it's now also a beer. Sundere Hazy IPA is the latest offering from Wakayama Prefecture-based craft brewery, Nam Craft Brewing. Created as a part of a beer selection service, Otome's Japan Beer Odyssey series, Sundere Hazy IPA is a salute to the otaku culture, with its release timed for as anime enthusiasts are getting ready for this year's Winter Comic Cat. Alright. The beer's name and label aren't just a ploy to catch an eye the otaku either. Just like its character archetype namesake, there are two distinctly contrasting elements to the Sundere Hazy IPA's flavor, as the taste changes depending on whether it's warmed up at all. Crack open a thoroughly chilled bottle, and it greets you with a sharp tropical aroma and crisp taste without any noticeable sweetness, according to Otomoni. But as the beer gets warmer, though, and the drink of Osundere starts to show a sweet fruit aspect to its scent and gentle hibiscus notes in the flavor profile. Oh. Sundere Hazy IPA is available exclusively through Ultimoni, with one bottle coming in their 6 or 12 variety bundles, respectively at 4,378 yen, which is $31.50. And can be ordered online from their website. Unfortunately, Domino's Pizza Japan no longer has a Sunade Pizza, something that we did discuss on the show three years ago. But you just have to bake your own for the perfect pairing. <laughs> Honestly, that's you know, effing wild. Some of the uh, like, I I imagine it tastes like Oscar just like, you know, chugged the beer, swishing around her mouth, and then spit it back at you. <laughs> that reminds me of some shit that went down at Anime NYC this past year. Yes. Ooh, go on. Evidently, there was some girl there spitting in people's mouths. 
people were paying her to do that. And there were some dudes that were looking at her toenails and shit like that. Look. Uh, fucking simps, all of you. No, look. Here's the thing. I don't kink shame. I respect everyone's kinks. But there's a place and time for everything. Something like that I don't think is appropriate at an anime con. If it's their uh, anime panel on it, then by all means, I'll go balls to the wall. But this same place. I ain't going to kink shame, but I'm going to be like, kink WTF? Yeah. Kavanaugh flex showing off your uh, humiliation kink in public like that. <sighs> okay, for this last one. A Japanese cop tells a wild boar, I'll shoot you if it comes closer, and the boar heeds the warning. Uh, let's see. The latest example of a Japanese police officer dealing with a situation without using deadly force comes from Nagoya, where a group of citizens was being approached by a potentially violent individual in a threatening manner. It was a wild boar. At mm. around 2.40 on Sunday afternoon, a pair of boars were spotted in the Moriyama ward of Nagoya in a riverside area near homes which is usually devoid of such large wildlife. Officers were dispatched to your area to warn residents to keep an eye out for the animals, and two hours later, the boars appeared again near the bank of the Yana River. One of the boars, about a one meter in length, began mar making motions to charge at a group of about ten people, but between them stood the 36-year-old police officer, as seen in the video linked on the page. Mm. <clears throat> the officer, a sergeant with the Aichi Prefectural Police's Moriyama Department, drew his pistol and shouted, I'll shoot you and get out of here, after which both of the animals turned around and scurried off back into the bush. Online commentary has been impressed with the, both with the way the officer handled the situation as well as the boar's apparent linguistic skills. Like, boars in the going can understand human languages? I really hope they don't kill the boars, even though I understand it's dangerous for them to be in parts of the city. Mm. So, since the boars can understand human words, I hope someone like Nausicaa the Valley of the Wind will come along and tell them, you're good little boars, please return to the forest, and they'll go back to the Ghibli Park and live there. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, yeah, the, the animals can be extremely dangerous, and preventing an injury-causing encounters will give the boars the best chance of making it back to their usual habitat without being culled. So, yeah, cooler heads prevailed. That's There's no other way to put that. Mm-hmm. And now, and before we wrap up the show... You may have noticed me a couple times shaking my head. Now, while we do the news back and forth, I will always be checking our inbox for news or emails and stuff like that. And half the time, maybe for like every three to four at normal emails, I get spam. And most of it is basically people saying, oh, they can do our website better and cheaper. Well, I like the way we have our site right now. I have ideas on making improvements. I just got to get around to doing so. Some, also, they kind of sound like scams. Oh, yeah. Even though it comes from, like, 
Ken Jones from Ken Jones at whatever, you know. Uh-huh. And one of them, and one of the emails I saw coming in was um about a having a guest on the podcast. I guess they either a guest article writer or someone to interview, and it has nothing to do with our show. It has absolutely nothing. I've actually had somebody send me a sample article about anime. It was just a fluff blanket piece. I'm like, this, this is not us. So this person who sent the email, I basically deleted their first email, and they sent a the second email about an e- about a- asking for a response. I just got another email from them, which showed up Saturday, which shows you how often I checked this inbox. And the person just sent an email that says, I reached out a couple times, but I haven't heard back. I'd appreciate a response to my email below. I'm tempted to respond with, I'd appreciate that you don't send me unsolicited emails. And then just send it to the ether. You'd think the lack of response was the response. Exactly. Let me see. I haven't cleared out the inbox yet, that that one yet. Oh yeah, I did clear it out. So those emails are long gone. I'm like, come on. And some of this shit sucks. It's like when you sign up for certain services, they end up sending the email to the other you know other dealers and shit like that. You know. But one thing I do find funny. I didn't even do this, but the PoochieCon email blast goes directly to my spam folder. <laughs> and I'm just like, do you not know? And their latest email blast they sent out was, win a, win a trip to Japan for two. And I'm just like, your con doesn't even break even. How are you going to get... How are y'all going to raise money for a trip to Japan? How are you going to send them over there? Are you going to stuff them in a friggin' crate and mail them over? You know, some people sh- just should not be in the f- the f- the um in the con in the con in the convention scene like that. They really do not. Mm-hmm. Anywho, I, I think it's time to kind of wrap up the show. You know, we got some time left, but you know, yeah. That and I need to continue doing my search. Um, I'm tr- I'm trying to get work to to buy me a new Bluetooth headset that I can use on my work laptop and my phone. So between the one they they're probably going to send me, I've been looking at ones on Amazon where I'm like, well, I don't mind paying this much for it. As long as I can just tap the side of the headset for mute or a button on the side for mute instead of having to hold it down, we'll figure it. I, I will figure something out one way or another. So, anywho, uh, let me go ahead and move that forward if it'll go forward for me. Wonderful. I think it's time to go ahead and wrap up the show. Oh, yeah. So, if you like tonight's show, tell a friend. They, in turn, will tell another friend and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So what we like and don't like, we're actually telling you straight up. If you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. Again, that is podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. We're here to believe you. 
And while you're at it, check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com, where you'll find our weekly podcast, uh, cosplay tips and tricks, cosplayer interviews, convention reports, anime reviews, editorials, links to our YouTube page of convention coverage, links back to our Facebook fan page of cosplay convention coverage, all that and a lot more at AnimeJamSession.com. And don't forget, every episode of Anime Jam Session that's ava- that we do every week is available in the podcast format. So you can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, iHeartRadio, Amazon uh, Music, and, th- and much, much more. It, just look up Anime Jam Session, you'll find the episodes. And what's cool is that there's so many um, blogging sites and apps will allow you to leave reviews. So we'd really appreciate, you know, a five-star review if you could throw one our way. You know, we appreciate that. And don't forget, um, follow us on our social media pages. YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. It's Anime Jam Session. Follow us on all three for convention video coverage, cosplay photo coverage, some cool stuff in there. When episodes are going up, when we're going live, and then some. Don't forget down below, if you're participating with us every week here on Twitch, there is our tip jar. There is a clickable link below for our stream elements and our Ko-Fi if you want to throw a few dollars our way. You can also throw us bits, as you can see. That's usually done every week. Uh, you can subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that. You know, We have people that do this, and we're greatly appreciative of that. All that and a lot more to help throw, give back. We appreciate that. So now we're going to go around the room. Last words. Ari. I'll be so glad when this week is over. Mm. My last words. The kitchen light fixture has been blinking, so I got to test and see if it's the fixture or if the or if the light itself is going out. <sighs> well, that is it. End of list. We'll be back. Next week, with a brand new episode, the whole squad will be here, and we're going to count down to our Christmas special. It'll be fun. It'll be great. We might have eggnog. So, that's it. End of list. So, I'm Ranma. And I'm Ari. Great fight. Great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Say good night, Ari. Good night, Ari. Awesome. Perfect. See you next week. Jamatane.